Kia ora Itfano, Morena, or whenever you're listening to this, I'm Matt Raymond. I am Eugene Bingham, Tiana And we don't want to bother you and flood the feed, but we thought we would give you a little treat and give you guys access to our usual subscriber only podcast, The Aid Station. See what was happening in our Tarawira special. Listen up. My feet hurt and my voice is croaky and I'm um, emotionally drained from the weekend. Uh, I cried about a thousand times and um, yeah, it was all because uh, Tarawira Ultra Trail happened. So guess you better talk about that. I'm Matt Raymond. And I am Eugene Bingham. Tēnā koutou. Katoa. Welcome to the Aid Station, the third episode, our, our paid subscriber only. Special, special, special pleasure to bring you podcast and uh, this will be focusing on the Tarawira Ultra Trail that happened on the yeah. weekend and there was mm. so much to pack it. We we packed a lot into 72 hours didn't we Eugene? We did, we did so much that we thought there was two podcasts worth in it. Um, yeah so we released the first part of that on Monday and you would have listened to that if you've got amongst it and this is part two really isn't it? I am still, my blood system is still more coffee than blood. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I? But I'm getting, I'm getting back to normal. Yeah, my my receptors um, are still at the point where, you know how receptors work. One is throwing the ball, and the one that's supposed to catch it is missing the ball, and another receptor is catching it. So that sentence that I said to you this morning, which sounded, it sounded okay, but it was absolute gibberish. No, when I stopped to pick, well, pick up the mic, and it made well, no to sense. To be fair, I didn't, I didn't notice because my, my, you know, like everything is sounding like gibberish at the moment. To to me, yeah, as in I'm not understanding things to the point where you were texting me this morning, and I just, I just had to say, look, I'm really sorry, I'm, I'm so confused, I don't know, I don't know what I'm talking about here. Hands up. So you know, that's just the way it is. But that's that's what happens after doing an ultra or. Standing on start and finish lines of ultras for multiple, multiple hours. I mean, but what a weekend it was. It was great, wasn't it? It was absolutely, absolutely incredible. Uh, we've done a fair few of these now, and I was surprised. At, I wasn't surprised, actually. It was feeling a little bit more automatic, like the process, you know, uh, getting up at 0, 2.30 to, uh, to <laughs> roll out at Furman Field and do the start. That was so cool. And if and and it was just us there, you know, and it felt cool to be trusted with that. Um, mm. Well, obviously, it wasn't just us there. There were a couple of dead set legends, Tracy and Neil. They're doing all the important stuff, like Jenny's lights, information, setting everything up, you know. But uh, 
Yeah, how well, we were going through our warm-up. We routines. were we were going through our warm-up routines, <laughs> uh, which consisted of like staring at the wall, drinking black coffee. But um, fantastic, fantastic day. I worked out. I had, and and again, this is this is not comparing it to any of the, the efforts of the athletes. But in a twenty-seven and a half hour uh, period, I had twenty minutes of sleep. So. Uh, th- that's probably a record for me, and 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 uh, we made it out alive. So it's pretty good. <laughs> we did make it out alive. We did. It's good training for you for next year, by the way. But anyway, look, bit of an update. We aren't coming down to Old Ghost Ultra, and I'm absolutely broken about it. I'm I'm so disappointed. I had to pull a pin after. Got the hard word about the Achilles, turns out, issues that I'm having. So, yeah, I just had to let Phil know that I wasn't going to be able to race. And, of course, you already had made the decision that you weren't going to run because of your bout of pneumonia that yeah. we talked about. Yeah, I mean, it was, so, it was, it was, that was the straw that probably broke the camel's back, but the camel was down on all fours at that point, sort of looking beseechingly at its at its. <laughs> and it's harder to just let it die at the pile of at the pile of straw. That's right. Uh, but but I let Phil know that look, neither of us are running, um, and yeah, we we sort of made the decision we wouldn't come down to save our pennies to come down next yeah, year. Absolutely. So look, you know that's it's disappointing. We can't wait to see how it unfolds and be another year that we get probably um, shamed by one. No, Croft. we weren't shamed. This is the thing. We got a just, sensation. No, you can't. No, I demand. I demand. Okay. The, yeah. Now just trample all over my jokes. That's fine. I was expecting it. She was actually really lovely about the whole thing, which probably made I know it I was worse. There. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. So you know. Anyway, uh, look. So we we you know that's the, that's the thing. We get to we get to save it up for next year. Come on down next year. Um, I'll still have read the book and. You know, be be schooled up. Phil gave me points for doing homework, but you know, all the best to everyone going down there. All the best to those legends who put that race on, and the people who've who've built the trail and all that sort of stuff. It's it's amazing, amazing race, and we can't wait to get there. Still, right? We should get back to Rotorua. Yes, some incredible, incredible results. Tarawera 50k in the women, Caitlin Fielder of Rotorua, local local legend and international legend, taking the win 401-41 with Kate Avery from Great Britain, who you would have heard on the other podcast, coming in second place, 409-58. Robin Lesh, also someone who we've talked to recently. Uh, I mean, talk, I mean, you know, make, make the... Make the judgment as you will, but come on, dirt church, win races. Uh, Robin Lesh, four thirteen thirty one. What a what a cool fast race that was! Amazing. Yeah, it sure was. I mean, we talked about it beforehand, didn't we? Is that that was going to be the race to watch, and, and so it turned out. And Robin and Kate both kind of well, Robin collapsed before she got to the line, and then had to sort of. Straggle, strangle, no, what's the word? I don't know, can't, a speaking word. Stagger? Sort of crawl her way across the line. Kate crossed the line and then just fell, apparently. So they, they were, it was game on between those two racing. Uh, Caitlin had a, had an eight-minute gap, but then, you know, the the race was on for second and third. And they poured everything into it. In, in the men, 
it was Ronnie Spark, uh, 330, 48, and Charlie Hamilton dueling out for second, 334. Yataro Yokuchi was third in 338. So an international kind of, you know, uh, what's it called? Blockout. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Great Britain, Australia, Japan. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Ronnie's over in Australia too. Yeah, right? so yeah. He's, he's out of Sydney. Yeah, so you can almost say two for, two for Australia there. In mm. the T21 results for the men, it was Michael Sutton at one twenty eight forty five, blisteringly fast time considering that course. Mm. Liam Dooley one twenty nine thirty eight, and Robert Smith one thirty and change. So it was a two minute affair over twenty one k. Like yeah, incredible. Chuck a blanket over that lot, and that was. That was the the race was oh, a little bit more spread and and the women's Beth Garland one forty one twenty Jessica Ronan one forty eight thirty one and Rach Peters uh, one fifty twenty eight once again a international shutout of that one Great Britain Australia and USA that twenty one we stood in the start we started that one didn't we when I say started we got them underway that looked like and you know the sort of the best of the trails. It was a beautiful start, wasn't it? Standing down there in the lake, I felt quite. I did feel that was the one race where I was like, "Oh, I'd love to just jump in." Here. I had massive FOMO. Right, hundred mile. That was cool to watch. You, that oh, was yeah. that was Absolutely. okay. And I was like, "Okay, cool. Have a good day. I'll see you tomorrow." Um, the fifty k that was sick too. You know, that was emotional for me. Yeah, down at, at Tapuia, it was beautiful. Yeah. And but that twenty one, oh FOMO, massive, massive yeah. FOMO. And and we both, you know, immediately after we'd started, uh, did our thing, and 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 we were down there for quite a while. It was it was it was great fun. But carrying on, yeah. the big dogs, uh, the T one o two results, Queen of the West Coast, Ruth Croft, second time winning the thing nine fourteen fourteen, followed up Beth McKenzie. Quite a big, you know, quite a big margin over the 100k distance, 938.03, with Nikki Everton from New Zealand and 1026.53. So the the thing with that was Beth threw everything at chasing Ruth, and actually by Blue Lake, by Tikitapu, had got quite close, and it sort of closed up to about eight minutes, I think. But then Ruth's crew told her what was going on at Blue Lake, and two things happened. One, they told her that that Beth was two minutes behind her, which was a deliberate lie, and she just absolutely put the burners on. And apparently Beth, meanwhile, had kind of chucked all the coal into the fire to be able to, to close that gap. And so by the time she got to Tikitapu, she was baked and wasn't able to keep up the pace. So that's why that gap stretched out. That was sort of between Tikitapu and and the, the the finish that it blew out. But yeah, in the men, you know, we could almost write this result before before the race had even started, couldn't we? You know, Dan Jones, seven forty six forty two, Justin Greenewald, eight twenty five fifty seven, and Matthew Healy from South Africa, eight fifty eight forty three. But Dan, I mean, I guess before the race, the only question was whether that bout of COVID, mm. you know, a few weeks ago was going to have an impact on him. But he's, he just didn't look like. Yeah, you know, he was cruising all day. He was. He? He's so he's such a smooth, beautiful running style. And oh, you yeah. got to think, you know, there was no golden ticket on the line. He's already got an he's already got uh, an entry into Western States because, of course, he was fifth last year. Mm. The someone was saying the result, you know, second, 
Justin Grunewald in second, who is an exceptional runner in his own yeah. right. I think that's the big. I think that's the biggest winning margin at Tarawera since um, Wormsley ran it. Of course, you can't. Oh, yeah, really? of course, you can't compare because wow. it's a completely different course. But course. it was a yeah. it was a large. You know, it just sort of shows the the fire in Class. Daniel Jones. Really, that he's gone from strength to strength to strength. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Then we were there for the. For the women in the 100 miler, weren't we? We watched uh, Kanoka Azumi come in 18, 24, 53, an absolutely commanding performance. Chantal Smith, uh, 1955, and Chrissy Faber, uh, 21, 15, 17. There was a little bit of confusion in the women's results when Shannon Lee Litt came in in, in, in fourth. Initially, we thought she was fifth because there'd been some people who'd missed the turnarounds and so on, and there was someone popped in and there, it looked like they'd come in fourth. But, yeah, Shannon Shannon Lee ended up with a, with a fourth, which, considering she's on that streak mm. of um, ultras, is pretty incredible. But Kanoka Azumi just dominated, didn't she? Absolutely. Absolute domination. And, you know, just looked so so happy, so pleased to, to be there yeah. and... and, and just yeah, it was, it was. She was so vibrant, absolutely, and, and chatty, vibrant, and, she? and which and animated. It was great. So, in the male yeah. result, I mean, talk about a talk about a ding dong. Talk about just a battle. Uh, the hundred mile, Adrian McDonald. Of course, he's won Leadville twice. He lives in Fort Collins, Colorado. I think he's at eight eight thousand feet above sea level. So he comes down to do do. You know, his blood's like chocolate. Chocolate milk, uh, so full of red blood cells, <laughs> and uh, he's the third fastest person ever to do Leadville. So he's got some serious speed. Um, taking the win, fifteen hours fifty-seven seconds. Sam Harvey, just you know, and we we got a little bit of stick for not mentioning Sam Harvey in our elite. Roundup. Oh, did we, we did. Yeah, we, we Sam got some Sam got some listener feedback. Like uh someone someone messaged him and said, That's what they get for, for overlooking you, bro. And so no disrespect huh. meant Sam. Uh and I think it sort of speaks to his humbleness that he didn't put him he well, didn't put himself in as an elite. Exactly. I did say to him Exactly next time, yeah. bro, you know, you've well and truly earned, you've well and truly earned your spot. So so yeah. do that. But Sam Harvey, hunting all day, scrappy little bastard. Five twenty nine fifty uh fifteen twenty nine fifty three rather and Mike Carroll from Australia fifteen thirty seven oh one and this was I mean this was the battle of the sulfur flats that's what Ali christened it because you know yeah these guys they left it they they left Blue Lake essentially together and we yeah well I had a big chat to to Sam about it and you'll hear it in the interview but yeah it was it was on it was all on um just a, a quick shout out too for another dcr alumni george murray mm. his first miler and he and he he nabbed fourth 1706 it was good to see him wasn't it and his his astonishing mustache yes um it's astonishing astonishing mustache um, and dreadlocks um yeah good good to say good day but uh yeah just i mean just generally there were a lot of amazing times on that you know what, it's a really special place to stand isn't it on the on the finish line of an ultra, and we, we were privileged to to see lots of amazing moments, weren't we? Hundred percent. And it was my turn this um this this go round to be used as a lectern. So I understand also what that feels like now. So mm. uh, you know that was yeah, it's awesome. It's a good thing. Yeah. 
was. Yeah. I well, the same runner. I don't know if you're going to name names, but the same runner then used me as a lectern as well later on. So uh, when I talked to him, Sam Harvey. Anyway, I didn't say names, but yeah, he. But I, I was, you know, it was an honour. It was an honour. Absolutely, honor. it was an honour. He was, he was sort of leaning on me as, as we as we chatted. But, yeah, there, there were so many. What are some of your favourite moments from the weekend in terms of things that you saw? Um, thinking particularly on the on the finish line duties. For me, there was, you know, just, you know, just so many uh, that you can think of. But those, those special moments, little stories that you hear from people, uh, sort of adversity they've been through. Um, th- trials and tribulations that, they, that they've endured, and there were there were lots of those. Weren't yeah, there? yeah, there was some real, there was some real, and and not to obviously this is the thing, isn't it? We talk about the pain of privilege, and we talk about like it's a choice to be here, and like people pay this money, but but this life happens outside of this little nexus, right? Uh, one one of the mm. ones that, that that got me that I was just floored was a gentleman stopped me as I was just coming in to start commentating, like I was at the gate, and he said, oh, you know. DCR and he's so complimentary and he said I was going to do the 100 and I did the 50 and, and then went on to describe very eloquently and, and graciously you know he'd lost his son in the end of last year and and just sort of obviously didn't have it in him but I was just floored going in that he was he had the wherewithal to to, to get there to get the job done to to, to do that and it was obviously an honor of son the emotion was so raw and at the same time, he was being there was a real genuine sort of positivity to him, and that sort of set the tone for me going into that whole night stretch. So, you know, um, if you're listening, I believe his name is Shane. I'm sorry, I was pretty sleep deprived at the time. Uh, if you're listening, Shane, you know, like kikaha and thank you for your your grace and 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 your strength and and and, and what you said. That was that was really incredible. That was really really incredible. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. And you know there were people who were recovering from from illnesses yeah. and another loss. There were a lot of French runners there. I have to say, a hell of a lot of French competitors. I'm not sure what that was about. Maybe that's Martin Gaffuri's <laughs> influence. But one one gentleman came across the finish line, um, and he started telling me his story. And he had he had previously run only one race. And that was in 2003, and it was 10 kilometers, which is not probably the ideal preparation for 100K races, which is what he did at Tarawera. Furthermore, he did the 10K in 2003. Then he took up smoking, and he was a a 60-a-day guy. So he was smoking a lot. Then two years ago, his son came to New Zealand on a a temporary visa, and he decided that he – he'd come across to see him and he thought, well, if I'm going to come to see him, I need to give myself some motivation to stop smoking and and to get fit. So he, he looked up and he found this race called Tarawera and he decided to just enter the 100K, stop smoking, turned up. Furthermore, said, I bullied his son into, into entering as well. So they both entered and <laughs> the old man, former smoker, he was standing at the finish line Telling us that his son was two hours down the road. It's sm- he'd smoked his son. <laughs> I loved it, and he was so happy. And he was so, you know, happy that he'd given up smoking and he'd, he'd had this amazing experience on this trail and, and come to New Zealand and raved about the country and so on. So that was beautiful. There were what sixty four countries represented. Yeah. I think yeah, sixty four countries. It really yeah. was a, which is a fact check of a fact that I dropped during the upcoming tape. But anyway, yeah, sixty four countries. 
Um, so yeah, it was, yeah, lots of little stories and it was so, such a privilege. It's, it, we really do enjoy it a lot, don't we? Yeah. I mean, if I can have my overall moment of the weekend, if I may drop that, um, and I wasn't strictly on the mic. In fact, I, 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 I had the opportunity to be on the mic and I said, I won't be able to, uh, compose my, I won't be able to hold it together. Actually, I'm putting the 50k finisher medal around my wife's neck when she, yeah. And she finished. That was the, that was actually, if, if we're being brutally honest, that was the coolest thing related to trail running that I've ever done. It was, yeah, yeah, yep. amazing. Beautifully captured on yes, tape. Yes, it was. You, you got, you, was, you, you're mentioning tape you a know, lot. Did you have a VC, yeah. did you have a video camera with you? If so, can I have the tape? <laughs> I've, I've got the digital version. <laughs> no, you recorded that moment beautifully. Um, and, and we we in the in the in the tape the bits of tape as we say in the in the in the game uh, that you that you're about to hear we recorded a bunch of stuff around that which was yeah it was pretty special um, catching up with Rebecca as she set off on her 50k race and then um, catching up with her herself at an aid station there was one bit of tape we couldn't use there were a few expletives in it. However, uh, we are not. Uh, so yeah, it was it was it was great, and it was. I mean, you know, I'm. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, as as a as a mate, it was good to watch Rebecca just look so damn happy. She was mm. just so happy. Yeah, both during and yeah, after. absolutely, absolutely, and and expletives, expletives notwithstanding. Not Look, we're both health professionals, and the language, as you know, it can get a little bit salty, but. Uh, oh, being in my industry is <laughs> yes, true, true. <laughs> well, as you not see, as you know, but um, right. Let's let's run through these bits of tape that are on the that, that yeah. made it into the final cut. So first up, hopefully, needs no explanation. It's us muntering away. Yep. Then a catch up with the Tarawera Ultra founder and OG Paul Charteris. Then we get to the start line of the fifty k. And we capture the vibe there, the energy and the karakia and the haka, which is fantastic. Then a report from a, from a cadet uh, DCR aid station crew member, one Al Raymond, Lola Raymond of Riverhead, who caught up with, we sent her off with a mic to catch up with coach Eric Orton, who of course we mentioned in the, in the previous show, he was there running with the trailbladers, Zach Friedley and Matt, both adaptive runners. Look, Apologies in advance for the for the interference from the bloody announcers uh, at the start line on the mic at that event. You know, God, they just wouldn't shut up. But anyway, we think the audio is worth listening to for that. Then the absolute scenes at the Tikitapu, Blue Lake, and Redwood Aid Station. And my goodness me, the the, the Redwood Aid Station, Tikitapu was amazing. You know, you the yep. but Redwood was. Yeah, it was pretty pretty banging, it was wasn't it? Banging. Uh, then a chat with Sam Harvey minutes after his incredible hundred mile second place finish. Chat with friend of the show and friend of trail runners everywhere, Jenny Hurst. And then another friend of the show and trail runners everywhere and speed freaks and all sorts of stuff that he gets himself involved in. Ben Fraser, who had a story to tell about an encounter with an elite. So, fuck my. Morena, Eugene. Morena, Matt. Morena, Itiwi. We are just leaving the beautiful town of Kauwero to head back to Rotorua. How was your sleep? Uh, 
yeah, I guess you could describe it as sleep. Well, I was going to say that's exactly what those people that we've just seen are doing. Yeah, exactly, except we get to drive back to Rotorua, they get to run back to Rotorua. We've just had the privilege of starting the 100-mile race at Tarawera Ultra Trail. It's always an odd saying, isn't it? We're starting the, oh, hello. Starting the 100-mile race. We, we didn't act, I mean, they started the 100-mile race. We kind of just set them off on their way, didn't we? I don't know. How do you say that? I think that's a, that, that's an appropriate term of art. Yeah, okay. we, we were there. We, we, we counted down. Munted away. I had an air horn. That's, that's always pretty satisfying. That's right. Is that the first time you've had the air horn? I've never had the privilege of using the air horn. Yeah, no. Tracy lined me up for the air horn, which I was, I was really appreciative of. But 500 people, uh, stirring haka, stirring karakia, uh, rokiri and his ropu, and um, we're at the start of, of what is going to be a big day. Mm. It was interesting being at Furman Field, wasn't it? Which is, as Paul Charter has said, hallowed turf in New Zealand trail running, uh, you know, scene, being the venue of victories from runners such as Jim Wormsley, Camille Heron, and the great Kerry Souter. Absolutely, absolutely. You've finished there, I've finished there, you've actually started there. I haven't done that, but I remember running into Furman Field and just the sense of relief, you know, uh, the sun was starting to go down and um, it was just the most beautiful feeling of relief and I remember sinking to my, sinking to my knees, and, well not sinking dramatically but going to sit down because the grass looked very inviting and I remember my wife from about 50 metres away sprinting across the field yelling at me, don't sit down, <laughs> don't sit down. <laughs> she knew that once you know my buttocks hit the turf that would be <laughs> I would be cast and and thus it was she she knew that she was going to have a job to do if you sat down well she's an occupational therapist so she's oh. good with uh, sort of functional assessments and she assessed my function <laughs> at that point and thought he's he's munted but very excited about today very very excited we've got a lot of got a lot of amazing the, the energy at a hundred mile start is different from any other isn't it it's very it's very focused and and it's very reserved until the last minute well even yeah it's even as i set off there's no hooping and a hollering is there in a hundred mile start because i guess that reflects the fact that you've got a hell of a long way to go you want to re- preserve your energy um the 21k the party bus you know there's a lot more kind of hooping and a hollering but the 100 mile start it's that bundle of energy that you're keeping stored because you don't want to burn your checks i'm mixing all the metaphors here but it is 4:27 in the morning you don't want to burn burn all your checks we've been up for two, and we've been up for two hours <laughs> yeah that's right. It's that awkward moment, wasn't it? It was like, good morning, Matt. As well, is it morning? Yes. Is it still night? But it seems wrong to say good night. Anyway, we are heading off to the start line of 50k to watch Rebecca head off. Yeah. Your your good wife? Yeah, super excited about that. And, and not to, you know, this is a... This, she's done more marathons than me. Um, she's crushed... She, she crushes into dust or whatever she does so she's gonna um yeah she's gonna rock it it's gonna be super cool amongst you know the 
thousand other people that are doing the event and then we tikitapu 21 if, if if this event was a a haircut it would be a mullet you know it's business at the top party at the back and uh we're gonna get that party started yeah let's do it Paul Charteris, we're leading the way down to the start of the the 50k. I hope we know where we're going, Eugene, because I'm not not 100 percent sure. <laughs> Is anyone following it. us? They're all following us. That's a scary thing That's about a scary it. Thing. Well, well, to say that they're all following us, we're all following you because it's your fault that we're all here. Yeah, I think for uh, 16 years now, people have been uh, treading these paths and uh, and uh, and running the distances at Tarawera. But uh, just looking around this morning, even though it's still pitch black, we've never had a crowd this size. So it's the buzz and the excitement here at the start of the 50k is just awesome. Yeah, it's such it's such a special feeling, isn't it? And and the 50k, I mean, I I'm secretly in love with the 50k. 50k is just a sweet distance. Uh, it's you, you don't kill yourself entirely, but you actually are doing a genuine ultra marathon. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, once upon a time, you used to serve uh, scones and cream in a 50k event. We had we had a Devonshire tea, and uh, we had uh, with scones with uh, jam on it. So um, it always went down a treat. And today, the runners will have. Don't know if they'll be having jams and scones, but we'll have pizza out there. <laughs> plenty of pizza, plenty of pizza gets eaten. Um, when you reflect on the history of this race and where it is now compared to where it began all those all those years ago, can you quite believe what you created? It's extraordinary to believe, uh, but the the main difference, other than the sheer size of the race today, is just the size of the ultra running community that joins us here, the, the buzz and the excitement around the event, and it's actually properly organised these days. In, in my day, it was fly by the city of oh, pants, come but on. It's, no, it's it's actually a proper event now. Yeah, it, I mean, and it's grown up. Well, and it's it's such an international race now, isn't it? I mean, it, what, first one they had a, you had a few internationals there too, didn't you? But but now, well, what well, is there? Sixty five countries. Uh, at the first race, we had one American. That was our entire there you international, go, international field. That was international <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, sixty five countries. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. I know. I had no idea. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. All right. Well, um, congratulations on on everything. You must just feel like the proudest dad today. Uh, quite apart from your own beautiful kids, of course. <laughs> yeah. This is your other baby. But yeah. um, I hope you have a great day. I will do. And my wife Sarah is running the twenty one k today, is she? and uh, I'm looking after the three kids as well as trying to cheer on Sarah and the rest of the runners. So it'll be a full on day. Busy day. All right, Paul. Thanks. Start of the 50k, Matt. Powerful, powerful haka there, powerful karakia. Mm. It's, it's uh, such a special part of this particular event, isn't it? 
Yeah, and it feels subdued after it. It's, it, it. It really does settle everything, eh? And yeah. just that sense of excitement and hope. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, here we go, first wave of the 50k, and some real keyed up people. You can see the speedsters. Yeah, looking at Caitlin, Caitlin across here, Caitlin Fielder, just ready to get after it and keyed up. That women's race is going to be really interesting to watch, isn't it? it is. In the 50k. Oh, it's going to be so sharp. It's spicy as. Yeah, really looking forward to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. Hey, where are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Never done this before. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. How, how are you? I'm good. Ready to rock and roll. Is this your first time in New Zealand? First time in New Zealand. Love the trails. You enjoying yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. They're so fast and it's warm. It's so nice yeah, and yeah. warm, eh? Yeah. It's been so hot. Yeah. yeah. The trails are nice and like baked down at the moment. Yeah. I've noticed that a lot. A little bit different than last year, I heard. I guess it rained a lot last oh year. Oh my right? gosh. Yeah. It was so bad. Last time I was here, it was like a cyclone it was really yeah, bad yeah. i was like the trails were like you'd fall down all the hills over there and like it was not gonna yeah happen. no i think this year should be perfect they're they're so fast so much faster than i'm used to so oh yeah yeah it's good competition's looking pretty yeah What's so we're 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 here with uh, my friend Matthew and right, Zachary, and they're both Let's amputees. And uh, Matthew's it's his first Let's trail go. race. Come on, who's so really yeah, so they've got they're Let's running with blades, and uh, we're Let's we're gonna run up to the finish line. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. I just interviewed um Zach for my Okay, yeah, phone. nice. Oh, nice. Very good. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I spoke to him. Yep. I think Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, good. So yeah, looks like people are. Filling in, it's going to be Is good. You got like a time you want to aim for, or you just well, we're we're. With Matthew, this is his first trail race, yeah. so um, we're looking at maybe four hours as a good. He's he's kind of like three to, yeah, three, four four hours. I think would be a good good uh, time judgment for him. So yeah, yeah, so. And do you think uh, that like running on the road is like so much, it's so much different from running on the trails, eh? Oh, totally, like, yeah. Well, and he's, he's been doing both, so he's, he's ready for, he's been doing some trails and some roads, so he's ready, he's ready for both parts of the course, so it's going to be good. Have so. you looked at the course? Is there like an area you're most excited for? Uh, I, I'm a mountain runner, so I, I love the climbing, so I'm ready for the hills. Up there, there's yeah. like, you go up the stairs and then there's just like really nice uphills over there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 even just running around the lake is nice and fun. That's so nice. Good luck, Matt. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Well. Yeah, we will. Have fun. Have fun, Have fun today. Bye. Matt Raymond, Digit Radio, what have you been up to? I went for a run around the beloved Lake Tikitapu. Once more. Only once. <laughs> Only the one time. And uh, it's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Trails are mint. It is warm. There's lots of people out there. Lots of people doing their thing. And... Uh, Goodness me, just... Who did you see out there? Did you see, any, see anyone? See I, any action? I saw Dan Jones come through, uh, heading the, the opposite direction. In the 100k? In the 100k, in the lead, well in the lead. Um, and then a bunch of about three fast gentlemen whose name I didn't pick up in their stage candidate. 
came through. Uh, chasing hard, chasing. Look, looking great. I uh, didn't see anyone else, and a bunch of 50k people and a bunch of 21k people, and then through happiness filled. I, I wish I could. I have serious fun. Oh, really? I just want to keep running around. I yeah. just want to keep doing loops yeah. and seeing people. But also Eugene Ringham. Eugene Ringham. Eugene Bingham of Dirt Church Radio. Yes. You've also been around the lake, but yeah. across a different route. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm in the Broken Runners Club. Uh, no running for me for four weeks, so I went for a swim. Yeah, huh. jumped in the lake. Somebody said, go jump in the lake. I think they were talking about my MCing, but anyway, <laughs> I took it literally and jumped in the lake, went for a swim. It was it was gorgeous. And I just an out and back. Out and back. <laughs> the classic out and back. Classic out and back. And uh, any... any is it, no, it's no, it's far. Is incredibly it deep lake. And yeah, I, I didn't go to the bottom. Right. <laughs> I was trying to along avoid the t- that. So the, the traditional route along the top. Yeah, the traditional route. Oh, yeah, great, yeah, great. yeah, yeah, it was good fun. Uh, so we are currently waiting for one Rebecca Short. Yeah. And yeah. by all accounts, she's crushing it. She's crushing it. She's tough. So tough. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it is getting warmer. Like earlier on, it was like, oh, this is perfect running conditions. But that cloud is burning off, and it's starting to get warm. What is it? Ten thirty now. I mean, to us, it feels like four o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. But anyway, ten thirty real time, and it is starting to get warm, isn't it? So the temperature on the watch is thirty degrees. Oh, really? Ah. Ah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it. You know, this is excellent though. Excellent vibe at Blue Lake, as per. Yeah. I I feel. Uh, very excited to see Rebecca. Yeah. I must admit, and uh, I earlier on was raving about the Redwoods Aid Station, but actually, uh, you can't. You can't. I mean, Blue Lake is Tikitapu Aid Station is also a party venue, isn't it? Can't beat Tikitapu on a good day. <laughs> so they say. All right. Well, we'll await the arrival of Rebecca. She can't be far away. No. You're still smiling. It's amazing. I'm having such a good day. It's having a great day. Yeah. Yes, Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit sweetie. I'm a bit sweetie. I love you. I'm having a great day, Eugene. Oh, that's so good. I've been listening to my music, dancing, singing. Get it done. Love you. Stunning. Can't go on, baby doll. Beautiful song, Lils. Thank you for that. Something beautiful. Love the name. Oh, mum. See you at Redwoods. What are we doing, Eugene? We are making our way back to the car from the Redwoods aid station. Possibly the partiest of the party aid stations, do you reckon? Such a beautiful vibe there, eh? Like, expert, well done, well managed, beautiful surrounds. And, uh, yeah, just it's seeing, seeing a stream of people come in who are just getting their work done. Absolutely. We saw a bunch of people. Zach Friedley came through with Matt. They were getting the job done on the 21K, which was good to see. And Rebecca came through, looking a powerhouse in the 50K. Yeah, she's crushing it. She really is. Uh, I'm super proud of how well she's doing. And she was in, um, filled up the bottles, doggy bag full of Pringles, um, and out the door she went, really. So she's having some cramping, uh, struggling a little bit in the heat. Well, I'm not struggling, but, you know, it's, it's hot. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we're just heading down to the finish line now to, to, to see her triumph. Did you say the doggy bag from the ad station? There was, there was a top tip, I do believe, from the, from the Dirt Church Radio 
top tips for Tarawera uh, social phenom? It was. Top tips, the doggy bag was... Uh, it was in full effect, and it was it was it was a good thing. So the salty Pringles, salty chips, uh, staving off the cramps, and, and out the gate she went. Yeah, and she'll crush the next few k's to get home. Always that old looking at the watch, saying, "Hey, oh, my GPS says <laughs> yeah. I should be finished by now." But you know that's always the issues you have to juggle in you know a race like this, where you're running through the trees. So your GPS is not going to necessarily be the same as what the course measurements are just another thing you have to deal with isn't it and figure out and not let it get to you I remember throwing an absolute tantrum uh coming into coming into Redwoods actually at one one year and doing the maths in my head and thinking I can't run that far (laughs) but you know that's you can of course you can and maybe at this point it's just best to ignore the watch and just get on with it yeah, grind it out to the finish. So here we are, just this is one of the just constantly reminded of what a beautiful part of the world this is and looking forward to seeing her come over and then onto the snatch some rest and onto the night shift. Indeed. Sam Harvey, what a race. What a race indeed. Woo! How are you feeling? I'm feeling out of this world, my man. Yeah, that was second place to Adrian. Yeah, that's as good as a win in my books. Oh, totally. And I mean, you you came here to race, and you you did it. Yeah, I really you, did. You've put some hay in the barn. You've worked your ass off. Yeah. Do you feel it paid off? Definitely paid off. Uh, I think I've had. A, a good bit of like trial and error over the last 12 months or so with like a not quite to plan slash I had no plan <laughs> so like not quite the result I wanted at Tarawera last year and then the mistakes that I made there I went to UTA 100 and put new systems in place and like got a decent result uh and I was happy with all my systems, so I was like, sweet, well, let's just throw them at Tarawera. Uh, also, a lot better trained. Back down to Christchurch. Back home in Christchurch, training on the hills, training at home, getting lots of vert in, getting lots of volume in, like getting, doing like 200, 214 is my average K week wow. for the last couple of months. Yeah. Um, like my last one before taper was 222K. Yeah. So big volume, nice strong, reliable legs. Yep. I still probably pushed a bit hard out the gate, but uh, yeah. Well, you—I mean—you had a, a finish, a race on your hands with Mike. In those, you know, I was watching video of he was hunting you down coming into Blue Lake. He got yeah, him. he was. And then, yeah, he was. And then you two coming out of Redwoods, it was it was on. Yeah, man, he. Uh, he came past me so confident at Blue Lake. I was like, oh, damn. And, like, I'd raced with him at UTA 100 yeah. last year. So, like, I know that Mike is a good runner. Yeah. Um, so, I, like, totally wasn't expecting to find him at Redwoods. Yeah. But when did you see him again? Like, when I hit the... Just as I hit the Redwood Aid Station. No way. Yeah, like, coming into the Redwood Aid Station, everybody's like, 
you can get him. And I was like, what are you talking about? They're like, yeah. you thought he'd gone. They're like, that's Mike. I was like, no way. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I can get you. Like, yeah. I, I had I had one full soft flask of, of, of electrolytes. So I was just like, I don't need anything at this aid station. I can do five... I can do 5k like yeah like let's let's throw let's down on. yeah um, and then because then there was a little bit of confusion as to where to go yeah <laughs> i was like do we go this way that way yeah, yeah, yeah. like like the layout was the layout was very different because yes aid it's station from a different direction aid stuff. station's not there coming into the aid station you usually come down the stairs yeah. we were coming down the yeah down the full drive so you had track that, that sort of u-turn at the top there right eh? so it was a little bit confusing and then and then you'd you overtook him just before there, didn't you, I think? I, I overtook him at the aid at station. The aid station. Like, I think he went to top up, and I just, like, right. I was like, how do I turn around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, that way. And yeah. I went that way, and they're like, no, the other way. Yeah. So I went, Yeah. And I took off a bit, and then I was like, hmm, I know Mike's a good runner, but I yeah. don't know how fast his top end speed is. Yes. And I was like, if I, if I take off with 5K to go, and he's got, a hot 5k in the tank which i'm unsure if i do i know i can push but yeah maybe he could have pushed harder yeah and he he was coming after me like <laughs> i had a bit of a lead he came after me yeah and i was like hmm i'll let him catch me but then i'll just rein in the pace get us to within like two or three k's and then i'll just put the burners on yeah just absolutely so you were running him. together he caught me but I think it was just adrenaline. Well, yeah. He said it was just adrenaline. Yeah. He basically caught me and and that that was it. that emptied his tank. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so like we ran together for maybe a k. Yeah. And then he just like totally dropped. And you just opened the taps. Those five k those uh, park runs came in handy, eh? Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. Hey, well look, you you deserve a beer. Ah, oh, look, you've got your beer. That's an insult. <laughs> Just to describe it, it was maybe a mouthful. That was a the dregs. That was that was the beer that you leave behind when you're leaving the pub. <laughs> Surely in Rotorua, you can find a beer tonight. Someone can find you a beer. Oh, I'm going to go uh, get the biggest stein I can find. Nice. Well, congratulations. You deserve it. What a, what a race, mate. Cheers, hey, Eugene. Hey, where's the Mogong? Uh, I couldn't bear the weight of my manhood any longer, so I just had Fair to... enough. Yeah. I'll, I'll allow although, it. Although it's... Taking me to a to a sub sixteen minute five k, so I'm, yeah, I'm gonna stay baby face for a while. <laughs> you do it. Enjoy your night. Cheers. Congratulations. Jenny Hurst back at Tarawera once again. Yep, back for my eleventh start line and earning my tenth medal. So that means there's a story there somewhere, but we'll come to that. Um, wh- what was today for you? I saw you at the start of the 50k. Yep, I ran the 50k today, which was my um, fifth Tarawera 50k. So I did the original November Tarawera trail. Oh, the high tees one. Yeah, the high tees one. Then we went through the buried village and ended up hot water beach yeah. and got a boat back. So I did that all four years. We yeah. It was around here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what keeps bringing you back to Tarawera? Well, I guess the people. Fundamentally, there's so many cool people down here. I got to chat to Paul Charteris about half an hour ago and tell him I'd earned my 10th medal. So that was, that was really special. Yeah. And the trails as well they're fantastic 
they're, they're pretty phenomenal here, aren't they? And you're right, it's that people keep coming back to this race, so therefore you know lots of people and you bump into the same people again and again. And you're kind of, yeah, well, you're trail mum for, for a few people as well this year. Yeah. Off every year. Yeah, that's right. And I should add, I also come back for that full experience, the, the pohiri mm-hmm. on Friday. I don't feel right if I don't go along to that before I head out on the trails. It's mm. part of the experience when you come down here. Yeah, certainly but, a special part of it, isn't it? That whole yeah. connection with, with iwi, with hapu. That's right. Yes, so trail mum. Um, uh, my trail daughter, Caitlin Knox, is about to finish her first 100 and two kilometres after being knocked out by COVID last year, so I'm beyond proud of her. But yeah, there's a lot of people. I got so many selfies out on the trail today, so <laughs> probably could have done it a bit faster. <laughs> Lucky we're not watching the clock, but we are watching the finish line. We're making sure that Caitlin doesn't sneak across, so yeah, yeah. you might have to dash off. Now, also, you are an ambassador for Wu2K this year. Correct, I am. I'm pretty stoked with that one. I'm passionate about that event. I'll be going back for number seven this year and Caitlin actually was an ambassador last year and our aim is to get as many strong running wahine down to Wutukei particularly people from Auckland and I think I've managed to sign up at least two so far so um, that's that's the aim there but Gareth and his team Kate do a fantastic job and as you know one of my favourite things to do is link up the green bits Mm. around a city and build adventures and effectively that's what Gareth has done in Wellington which is why I love that event so much. You're close to the city, you're out in the wild, you know what it's like. Yeah that's right, I I just I absolutely love that feeling of that race where you can see the city all day and yet you're in the wild. Yeah. Yeah it's amazing so I'm really looking forward to that, I'm quite enjoying the challenge of um, social media and posting things and yeah. yeah I need to get a bit better at that I think I'm doing okay for an old girl but you're doing great you're doing great well the fact that yeah, I'd seen that you were obviously it's working yeah 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 I've managed to sort of include things in the profile and do a post once a week and, yeah. yeah yeah. and, and Wu2K is another one of those you know like we talked about the spirit of Tarawera but Wu2K too has got that special kind of vibe to it hasn't it it's got that community around it it's built into a an event that's on the calendar that people want to get to to catch up with their friends as much as anything. It absolutely is, and I feel like I've been welcomed as an honorary Wellingtonian, and there's a whole lot of Wu2K people I've seen here already this weekend. Um, there's uh, Heather out on the trails doing a first miler, um, which is fantastic. I've seen Brent today. I've seen Eve, Eve Southern. Um, I had my Run Wild for Joe yeah. wristband on today because he was an amazing guy. So, yeah, I really enjoy that community they have down there I think it's fantastic yeah, yeah. well I was just giving Brent a bit of stick because the run that I went the worm run that I went with went with them was when I injured myself meaning I can't run I'll go so I am actually blaming I'm, I'm a bit dark on the worm runners to be honest yeah I've run with worm before and I cannot believe how fast they run up hills I yeah <laughs> This is true, this is true. Yes, and maybe I need to blame myself a bit more. You're right, you're right. Now we shared, you led a not Tarawera race for us, or run for us, in one of those years that we don't talk about because it was in those times that we uh, like to forget and move on. But I've got to say, that still stands out as one of my favourite runs of all time. I, I absolutely adored that that run and that, like you say, linking up trails and yeah, we couldn't come and race here, but we still had a great fun day, didn't we? Yeah, we sure did. And- that's one. That's one of my favourite trails, actually. The um, old bus station to bear spot. Something a lot of Auckland Wild things have run, and that's that's um, 
part of what we did on the day, yeah. factoring in the, the coast as well. So I um, am planning another big one this year, Eugene. Are you? Are you prepared to say on, on Dirt Church Radio? I am prepared to say. Well, I celebrate a very big birthday this year. I'm hitting 60. No. Yeah. And so around about September, October, we'll be doing a 60k ultra around the North Shore. And pretty much everyone I know is invited to come and do some or all of it if they want to. So, yeah, that's going to be a thing. Oh, well, definitely keep me in the loop on that one. Yeah. All right, well, I'd better let you get back to being focused on that on that finish line. I'd hate it if Caitlin snuck across while I had you yabbering away. So um, thank you so much for catching up. It's always good to see you. Thank you. Yeah. Right, Ben, first of all, congratulations on your PB today on the 50K. Thanks, bro. I'm stoked. Yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, I mean, it was a magic day, wasn't it? It was it's just, just incredible here. I love it, I love it. Um, the whole atmosphere, um, the mixture of sort of elites and everyday athletes and the crew, uh, all the marshals. Yeah. yeah, it's so much fun. And 50k is a, a really fun distance. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. like the yeah. sweetest distance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Now, you mentioned the elites and the, and the you know, that come here and so on, but you were just telling me a story about an encounter with an elite. Yeah, so... Um, I don't know how many k's into the 50k it was, but it's um, just around Green Lake where we do the sort of loop. And the lead 102 or 105 or whatever it is now uh, runners had were coming through. So we had um, Dan Jones passed and um, and then the second place. But what I was telling you was third place, um, which was Sage Canada. Um, we were heading up a rise, so there would have been about myself and. 30 other 50k runners sort of marching up the hill and he came passing us on our right and uh, what I wanted to tell you is how incredible it was that he said to myself and the 30 other runners as he passed them well done keep it up and it gave encouragement to all of us and it's like that just blew me away like this guy is an elite I just checked on Instagram he's got 105,000 followers and he's coming third uh, in the in you know the premier race here and Oh, one of the premier races here, and he's stopping and saying, "Well done," you know, not stopping yeah. but saying congratulations as he passed. On. I just thought it was just awesome. Like, yeah, that's that's great to hear, isn't it? Because you know, like you say, he he didn't have to do that. No, he's, he's you know, he maybe he was chasing second at the time yeah. or something. And there were know. a lot of us too. He would have he would have done it to twenty or thirty of us. It was so wow. cool. Yeah, what a yeah. legend. That's cool to hear, isn't it? And that's yeah. that's that's. I mean, that's. One of the great things about our sport of trail running, yeah. well, running in general as well, yeah. but just as yeah. that, and we've talked about this a couple of times over the weekend, that yeah. when you stand on the start line, yeah. everyone deserves to be there. Yeah. Whether you are the elite, whether yeah. you're the first timer, newbie, yeah. Um, yeah. everyone does, it's a great equaliser, isn't it? it? It absolutely is. We're standing now about 200 metres away from the finish line at 9pm on the Saturday night. It's just getting dark, and every time a runner comes through there's just there's there's people there clapping and it's it's incredible i love it we're so lucky aren't we to, to we get are to so get to lucky do this. we are so lucky yeah now i'm not del- doing this deliberately to, to draw any draw any tears from me but but we had a pretty emotional time on the finish line last year didn't we we sure did so um last year i ran the 102 i took a wrong turn so it ended up being about 110 but it was a very long day out for me it was the first time i'd ever done a distance like that i'd I poured my heart and soul into it. We just found out my partner was pregnant. Uh, my partner and my mum were on the finish line. It was about 4.30 in the morning or something mm, like that. It. And I, I remember hearing 
your uh, your voice and Matt's voice as MCs as I were well, a few hundred meters away and that sort of got me a bit emotional because I know you guys and I was so so stoked that you were going to be calling me in and um, yeah I crossed that line and I just I just I saw on video and I just burst out crying and I yeah. hugged Anna and I hugged my mum and and I hugged you and and Matt and yeah I still whenever that video comes up or whenever I show someone it, it, st- it still gets me it's just incredible like this means so much and I've seen so much of that today yeah as well you know I've almost cried on the finish line watching people people yeah. come in you know some of the um some of the 50k runners who you know who were out there for you know yeah. really long days you know like um yeah yeah it's, it's it's just incredible. Yeah, it's human emotion writ large, isn't yeah, it, the finish yeah. line? Because yeah. this is such a big thing for so many people. We've all got a why, yes. you know? Not not many of us were, were just sort of have done this straight out of school. No. I mean, I know you've been running your whole life. But I didn't but... come to these races for <laughs> yeah. a long time, you know? Yeah. You, gotta, you, gotta, you earn your stripes, don't you? And, yeah. And, you know, I've run plenty of these kind of races with yeah. with different whys, you know, yeah. sitting inside my heart, yeah. you know, carrying them around yeah. the course and then... You reach that finish line and it just yeah. bursts out, doesn't it? Well, because it, I think it tied for a lot of it, it ties back. Like for me, early on, when it was actually the 50k two years ago, which was cancelled for for COVID, and the whole reason I was training to do my first ultra was because I wanted to, you know, prove to myself and prove to the world that I was resilient and mm. I could choke, uh, be cons- uh, you know, be consistent and mm. all of these things that I was trying to prove and it's. I don't do it for that anymore. I don't do it to prove my, to anything to myself or anything to anyone else. You know, I do it because I love it. Mm. And I do it because I want to feel part of a community. Um, and and I do it because it's fun. And I do it to re- remind myself of how far I've, I've come and yeah. that, that these things are possible. You know, I can do hard things. Mm. Um, mm. And and I think doing this as, a, as, a, um, as an amateur enthusiast, you know, I think it makes me a better father it makes me a better partner a friend a, a better you know better at work you know it's just cool yeah it's yeah, cool yeah well you do so much for the community in so many different ways as well in the way that's that you contribute and and that you're so open and you you know you you encourage people um you're a special special part of this community mate we love thanks mate. we love seeing you yeah give me a cuddle all right <laughs> thanks mate enjoy right. your nine till nine shift i will So, yeah, Rebecca, we should we should round that story out. So she she did cross the finish line. I mean, as you mentioned, you put the tape around you know, the medal around her neck, but she was she was looking pretty happy, wasn't she? Yeah, she was looking extremely happy, and uh, yeah, she crushed it. And and it's that thing she you if you know someone well, and we've been together for a fair few years, um, you never I never had a doubt that she wouldn't. And uh, even though she's you know she's run more marathon distance runs than I've run or competed in. And yeah. it was a yeah. first ultra marathon and she was, she was super, she was super worried. And, you know, she was saying, I'm going to come. I, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. And just through the day, she said, you know, like she found it really hot. Mm. She said if she hadn't cramped near the end, she probably. Yeah. We, and yes, there's lots oh, of that that we talked about in the taste. So, but you know, just, she, she got the job done, she did. didn't she? And that's, that's amazing. So, mm. Um, yeah, Rebecca, well done. Everyone else who who took part, well done. Lots of people, of course, come away with DNF stories and 
they're always hard to stomach on on the on the week after the race, aren't they? But it's it's quite you know there's a process to follow, isn't there? You you got to sort of deal with it. And we've both had DNF experiences, and they're, and they're hard to stomach. But you know, absolutely, the sun still rises. It's, most often another race to do if you want to. So Yeah. Mm. Special shout out and this Kiyaha. is just uh Chris who's been preparing for this race for probably the second he started running actually and made yeah. some massive lifestyle changes and it's, you know, really, really well and was you know, saw us on the finish line last year, he paced his friend, he came and he's like, I'm gonna do the hundred and two and it's gonna be incredible. Um he took such a spill at thirty K and looking super strong. And looking down at his leg, and when you can see your tendons that are supposed to be on the inside of your leg and they're on the outside of your leg, mm. that's a, you know, that that's a day. That's trail running, and uh, you know, yeah. at least he, he, yeah, he he came in to support um, on Sunday morning, and and came over to the to the mic, and and we had a chat, and I, oh god, it looked grim. Oh. The, you know, and he was on crutches, so yeah, mate. Best yeah. of luck. And and it's you know, reassuring to reassuring to find out that, you know, there's no long term damage. But, you know, dude, mm. if you're gonna go down, go down swinging, I guess. So well done and we'll we'll hopefully yeah, we'll see you back next year. But Yeah. Hey heaps of people came up to us, didn't they? And and, and said said good day and even on the Friday beforehand just wandering around Rotorua. So, you know, thank you to everyone who who came and said hi. I don't did we have a single person who said yeah, we did. We did. We, we actually to, did. did we? So there was a gentleman. I don't know if you remember this. It was in the wee small hours of the morning. He finished his hundred miler and he came over and he said, "Look, oh, that's the greatest run ever." And you just turned and walked away, <laughs> <laughs> just in disgust. Like, don't tell me, and just turned oh, and walked away. No. Um, oh, left me no. to pick How up the either? pieces. No, that we had one. <laughs> so people, I think, people, I think, are getting the message. But so, thank you. Yeah. To, yeah, it's just it's so the validation the the you know we still put this out we don't uh you know we we'd be happy if our friends listened and we know we do but we know it gets to a wider audience so we were incredibly grateful for that and thank yeah. you for the Tatawera team for having us and this is the thing that also I guess finally struck me you know there's this whole thing the machine the industrial trail running complex and Tarawera I think showed that it is it is a collection of people who give up their time to serve other people so from the people who are standing next to us right through the nights with medals around with medals on their arms really pay, picking those runners up and and you know they were, they were they were holding that space the medics the people at the aid stations, the course markers, the, the sweep, all of those people, the people manning the car parks, yeah. all of those people. Absolutely. Person in the car parks. The, I, I challenge anyone who has a view of what, you know, sort of that, that sort of view, take a listen to the course director yeah. and what he had to say to us in the live show uh, that we played out earlier in the week. Have a listen to that and then you know, maybe maybe think about things again because that's the caliber. You know, of course, not everyone, but you know, that's that's the caliber of people that are, that are involved in putting this race together. This is not a, a party political Absolutely, broadcast, by the this way. This is but, not a party you know, political broadcast, mm. but yeah, it, it was. I was yeah. sorry. One final bonus because it's a bonus yeah. thing. Um, it when is. I was uh, being stupid and turned around and said, 
uh, did you get all that, Devin? Were you happy with that on our discussion with um, oh, yeah. Kerry and Ali? Intimating that he was sort of holding us at gunpoint. Uh, people were messaging saying, were you in the corner of the room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just smoking a ciggy. But look, en- what's the word you yeah. use? Enough muntering on from us. Uh, we're going to get to our respective beds, but that's it. it, it if you haven't gone to Tarawera, go to Tarawera next year. It's 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 a fantastic event um, in such a special part of the world. Thank you so much to our DCR Aid Station crew. You lot, we really appreciate you. Uh, you make this possible, and we're so glad to be to be doing this. Uh, stay tuned for the next quote unquote regular DCR podcast next week when we have an amazing guest lined up from an incredible chat that we had down at Tarawera and. That's it. Yeah. If you're going to Old Ghost, make sure you let us know how you get on. We're looking forward to hearing all about it. But uh, we'll catch you on a trail soon. Hey, Kwanay. Hey, Kwanay. Thanks, Rigby. <laughs>